What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by Film Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, nothing. You got a smile on your face. Yeah. Watching Andrew uh, Schultz before... Yeah. Uh, we started this podcast. He's very dirty. He's hilarious. He's hilarious, though. He's fantastic. Um, I want to start with a topic. It's actually something I talked about on the KSO yesterday. Okay. It's every day, bro. Yeah, Jake Paul. I love <laughs> it talking about... It is every about, day, bro. I love talking about Jake Paul. He has a new song out, too. What is it? Um, Fresh Out of London. Is it any good at I all? I think it's pretty good. What's KSI called? called him and KSI released a song on the same day, and KSI made the challenge on like Wednesday. He said, whoever... He just made a bet, and he was like, I forgot exactly what it was, but he said something along the lines of whoever has the most views by the end of Sunday has to, like, wins this and this or whatever. Jake Paul had more views. Yeah, I imagine. I can't this, – this, this may sound, like, wild to you by how much hate I've given the Pauls. I liked him so much more than KSI. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand him. And then his brother, he's annoying too. Deji? Yeah, he's annoying. Um, Shout out Jake Paul. What's the worst Paul song that you've heard? Not the worst, but just like the you're just like what the fuck? what the hell? I don't know. Mine's probably Logan Paul's Christmas one. Oh yeah, That's he a bad basically one. says he cucks Santa Claus. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, shout out to Logan <laughs> or the Carol Baskin. That's I like that. A, I like Logan Paul's music better. <laughs> I guess. No, I like Jake. Jake's. I like both of them. No, but it's every day, bro, because uh, Jake Paul's going to be fighting Nate Robinson. Yeah, he is. And you're taking Jake Paul? I'm taking Jake Paul by... I'm taking taking Jake Paul by... Oh, it depends, really. Because I don't think... Oh. I'm not sure how that fight's going to go. Nate Robinson? Knockout. No, he's not knocking out Jake. I don't know how that fight's going to go. Why? He's fighting a professional athlete. Yeah, but he's not a professional boxer. So... You have to have a professional bo- a boxing I mean, license. I get it. Yeah, but you have to have an amateur fight before then. Okay. He'll probably have an amateur fight and beat the shit out of somebody. Probably, yeah. I hope he fights a YouTuber and kills them first. Or Jake might have to just go back. Yeah, that's probably what will happen. And wear head- headgear again. That's if if it's headgear, then it's a full it's a full fight. Like, it goes all five rounds. Yeah, that's probably... I, I, I thought about that yesterday after you left. That's probably what's going to happen. Because I was thinking, how is he going to fight Jake Paul if he's an amateur? And Jake Paul's a quote-unquote professional. Yeah. They'll probably just um, wear headgear and fight amateur rules, and it'll be an amateur match. Yeah. Or, they, since he is a professional athlete, he might get some leeway, like like when Connor got his professional boxing license. Yeah, maybe. So, I just think, if it's a professional boxing fight, I'm taking Jake. I think you and Garrett are fools going, he's got the reach, so he's going to win. It's a professional. I didn't say. Athlete. I didn't say. I didn't say he was gonna have win because of the reach. I never but said. Y'all that. acted like it. You're like. I said it, it plays seventy one or seventy two. It plays. A, it plays a part. It doesn't mean anything. It plays to me. a part. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean anything to you because you don't watch them fight. Who's faster? You think? Huh? Who, who, who do you think's faster? Boxing faster? Jake? No. Look at Nate's training video. I don't care. Boxing. Wise boxing speed and normal speed are two different things. I've just seen enough this episodes makes, of Pros versus Joes. I dude, know what's going to happen. This makes me so angry. What when I listen to you talk about this on the it's KSO, true. you don't put it. You never. You didn't put enough thought into it yeah, whatsoever. No, you didn't. Boxing speed and athletic speed are two different things. Connor is Connor a better athlete than Floyd Mayweather? I don't know. Straight. No, I'm saying right now, toe to toe, athletic versus. Athlete. I don't know. The answer to that is yes. You could say Connor, but I, you could also make a point for Floyd and go, "Hey, eh, he's a lot faster." And I would agree. Boxing, I would, I would boxing agree faster, with you. yes. Boxing faster, yes. And he's more technical. From what? From what though? I'm saying like, he's more technical in the ring. You can't say Jake Paul's technical. He's, a, Jake he's, 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 he's going. Fights. He's going to be a lot more technical than Nate. He's had two fights. It doesn't matter. He's going to be more. A guy he's like, going to be you're more. You're comparing techni- Jake Paul to Floyd. Okay, I'm, but they came. Floyd and Connor come from the same discipline. It's a striking discipline. Connor being the best striker in the UFC, it's very similar, not exactly, but it's very similar to a boxing sim- like boxing style. It's striking, except in Connor's case, he doesn't have to worry about elbows and hammer fist. He has to worry about headshots and body shots. So you would think training camp would go a little bit more smooth. 
until you learn boxing IQ. You learn that even though you're more athletic and quick, and you can get on the side of Floyd like he did, like Max Kellerman was talking about, said, you know, that's, you know, when a boxer gets on the side of you like that, it just shows like how quick your feet, your foot speed is, your footwork, how, you know, you know, you know what I really hope happens. What? I hope this gets big enough. Yeah. And we get invited to a celebrity event. And you and I have to box lines and beat the shit out of you. You'll never beat me. <laughs> I have a longer reach than you. You'll, I'll beat the hell out of you you'll never on the live television. No, you won't. You'll wear headgear. Actually, you'll wear headgear during and after the fight because of what I do to you. In no, I would destroy no, in you. In no situation ever could you beat me. I up. hope. I hope. Ever. People blow this up so I can fight Aaron legally. You'll never in your life be able to... I would honestly be surprised if you landed 10 punches through three fights. I'd be on top of you. Talk now. Talk now. Like, Kyle, the fight's over. It doesn't matter what, dragging what, me off dis- your dead doesn't matter what discipline we fight in. And then I'd beat up Garrett. If, just because. Yeah, you'd, you'd beat up no, Garrett. No, just because. Sure. I'd beat up Garrett afterwards. Boxing, you won't you won't be able to land a punch. <laughs> MMA, I guarantee I'll submit you in the first round. I'm bigger, better, <laughs> faster, stronger. But, no, I'm taking, I'm taking Jake I'm by... I'm taking Jake by stoppage. You're a moron. Because he's not gonna he's gonna knock Nate down. And I guarantee you it's probably the same I think it's a dumb rule. The three, the three knock, knockdown rule. I guarantee it's probably gonna be the three knockdown rule again. And because of I don't think whenever he fought um uh whenever he fought a Nissan Gibb, I don't think he knocked him out. No. I think his, his stature is just so imposing over him. And he, Jake, I mean, people that hate Jake Paul, Kyler. You're, I don't hate Jake Paul. People that dislike Jake and there all of go. them. Uh, I think, I think he's an athlete. He is an and athlete. He's, he's strong. That's he's true. extremely, I think that, that right there, because he knows how to use his, so far everyone he's fought, except Deji. Deji was sort of a similar. Child. Sort of, he was similar in size though. He was a kid. No, he wasn't. He's a year younger than Jake. He's a kid. He looks like a kid. He looks like a kid. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a like kid. a year younger than I'm Jake. I'm a kid, and I'm the same age as Jake. <laughs> anyway, um, I think I think he's just going to – he knows how to use his body weight well, which is something that what Tyson Fury did on Deontay Wilder, where you lean on him okay. and make him tired. Don't do this. I'm just saying. Don't compare Jake Paul to professional world heavyweight no, champion s- boxers. I'm not comparing him. I'm saying he takes He's those... very similar to Tyson Fury in he's his not, style and his size. I never said he's size. similar. I said he knows how to use his size well because his boxing coach, who he's been boxing with... I'll say this. He, he, know, like, he knows the fight. So you go into the fight. I'm assuming Tyson Fury's trainer said, you're the bigger guy. Size, height, lean on him. When you're in the clinch, lean on him. That wears the other fighter down. He did the Jake did the same thing to Anissa Gibb. He didn't never he never except for the last one. He never landed like clean. He never landed like clean on the jaw where he looked wobbled. But every time he did get hit, it was with a bunch of like force behind it and just pushed him off balance. Which in boxing, if your glove touches the canvas, that's can that's considered a knockdown. I think that's how Nate loses. Because he's he's even smaller than a decent kid. I, 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 hold on, I'm gonna say this real fast. Um, I'm gonna shout out Hayden in the group that we have yeah. snipers. Shout out to Hayden for not saying anything because Hayden understands. Hayden's <clears throat> Hayden's on a higher plane of intelligence than you and Garrett, and that's evident. He just goes, "I'm not gonna respond to this." Um, you and Garrett wanting to act like that because Jake Paul's bigger. That he's he has a longer reach. He's solely gonna win. How many times do I have hold to? Hold on. I never hold said on. that. Hold on. Now, maybe it's just because you and Garrett are unexperienced, but I can tell you this from experience that size doesn't necessarily matter. <laughs> you can be small and still pack a punch. You can be small and still knock stuff out. That sounded a lot dirtier than I meant for it to sound. I never said. <laughs> I never said anything about his size. Is a reason why he wins. And I don't hate Jake Paul. I like Jake Paul right now more than I ever have. I used to despise him because he was an I'm, annoying YouTube I'm idiot. I like him when now. When you talk about that fight. I just think you, Nate Robinson wins because he's an athlete. A, na- a professional athlete. A professional that's athlete. a different monster. He does, It doesn't matter. Fighting IQ. It doesn't Jake matter. Jake Paul has fighting IQ. He's an he, he's, has, he has more fighting. He has more mm. of a fighting brain than Nate does. 
if you just go and look at comp- just watch Nate hitting the pads just watch I'm gonna look some up while you talk just watch Nate hitting the pads you can tell that he's never thrown a punch like an actual boxing punch in his life what are you looking up also Nate Robinson's a little guy <laughs> Nate Robinson's a monster. He's a monster, yeah. And I don't have any, like, allegiance to uh, Nate he'll Robinson. Have, he'll but. have speed over Jake, 100%. Like, footwork, he'll have that over Jake, 100%. Well, I can't really make this point because it doesn't make any sense. What? I was about to say where Nate Robinson came from and where Jake Paul came from because Jake Paul's from Cleveland, <laughs> which I don't feel like is a like bad city at it's all. Not super bad, no. And Nate Robinson's from Seattle. Okay. Which yeah. I also don't think is yeah. bad, but I, you don't know. There's there's yeah. lower income areas. Yeah, exa- in both. yeah, it's very true. So I'm just saying. I bet Nate Robinson had to fight in his life yeah, as a but, younger kid, so he probably he probably body people like Jake Paul and an alley. It doesn't matter. I know it's not an alley. I'm just saying. If you just watch, I'm done talking about this. Watch, you talk. If I'm you say watch them throw punches out the bat, like an actual what you use in boxing, Nate Robinson, just like Antonio Brown, who is a freak athlete. Looks like they have never thrown an actual punch a day in their life. Ever. That's a problem when the fight is almost a month away. That's not good. That's not okay. Nate Robinson might get hurt. You done? Kyler's I'm not just, talking about this anymore. You done? Kyler's just an idiot. He doesn't. No, like to, I just. He just doesn't like to. He doesn't like to look at things through a full through 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 the full lens. He likes to keep the lens half closed. The shutter the shutter halfway closed. This is this is where, I, this is where the term this is where I link you in with hype beast. How I got to hype Jake Paul up because it's the hot thing. Jake Paul, the YouTuber. Oh my God! Like it's like that thing. Where, it's not. And then I just, I, and then Mike Tyson. Oh my God! I go. Let's look at this from a, a realistic standpoint. Roy James Jr. is younger by three years, which is a big deal to me. And they're going to be similar in weight. So I think it's smart at that age to take the younger guy. That's what I think in that fight. But we want Mike Tyson to win because it's Mike Tyson. No. That's... Jake Paul, we want Jake Paul to win because it's Jake Paul and he's been boxing for two two matches and it's Nate Robinson. Now he's small. He's tiny. Like that's what we want because no. that's the news. No, I'm not saying any – all of that you just said – I never, I never brought up whatsoever because I understand. I watch enough fighting to understand. Like I know where to see things. You're about to be watching some fighting when I come over this table. Mike Tyson, has he ever fought on the outside? Does he fight from the? No, he fights from the inside. Yeah, yeah, he he keeps things close. Roy Jones Jr. fights on the outside, which will keep his distance, which is a problem. But you don't know how quick Roy Jones Jr.'s feet are now because they were when he was younger. That's what he was known for. I bet he still got a little. He probably does. Shuffle in those feet. He probably does. Yes. But that goes away over time. Your knowledge of fighting on the inside doesn't go so away. So strength and speed. I know Mike Tyson looks fast and sparring and hitting the pads. I think he has a better shot of getting inside of Roy Jones Jr. in dirty boxing than Roy does keeping him on the outside based on the range. I don't know. I, that's what I, I personally believe that. Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul being 6'2", just like Israel Adesanya. How tall is he? Like six, six four, four yeah, six, six four. four. He has an 80, 80 inch reach. So, oh, never mind. I, you know what? I won't use. I won't use him. I'll use Sugar Sean O'Malley, who fights at one thirty five, which is pretty, you know, tiny, right? Yeah. But he's six feet tall. He's long. He's longer than every single person in that division. But because he's twenty six years old. He still has the athletic, you know, wherewithal to do this right here. If you're a little guy, you have to get you have to get inside. When you're a young, tall, lanky guy, it's really easy to keep those little guys at bay on the outside. Y'all are very smart not to save stuff in this chat. What are you talking about? I'm in this chat snipers and I was about to bring up a point. About what? Where I vividly remember um, Garrett asked, what's Jake Paul's height? And you said six one six two, and Garrett's like, "Oh, he's got it." And then you're like, and then you said something about he's got a reach advantage or something like that. And Aaron or uh, Garrett's like, "What's his reach?" And you said seventy eight inches. And then Garrett was like, "What's Nate Robinson's?" And you said seventy one seventy two inches. And you and him both were like, "Oh my God, that's such a disadvantage." 
because it is a disadvantage. If we're going to play that game, it is a disadvantage. Mike Tyson's reach is 71 inches. Roy Jones is what, 75? 74. Okay. So it's an advantage. So according to it y'all, Roy Jones is going to win. No. I said an advantage. That doesn't mean you're going to win. I'm just saying. Based on Con- y'all's Conor logic. McGregor has the reach advantage over Nate Robinson. Doesn't mean he, he had the advantage. Over Nate He's, Robinson? You mean Floyd? I mean, no. Because I'm going to say he definitely, oh, he definitely had the advantage okay. over Nate yeah. Robinson. Over Floyd, yeah. Still lost. It's an advantage. And you saw him use it in the first couple of rounds when he landed those uppercuts and jabs. I'm just saying, people like, who's 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 Jake been training with? Uh, uh, Sugar, Sugar Ray something? I don't Sugar know. Sugar Ray Leonard? Yeah. The legendary boxer, Sugar no, Ray? Yeah, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he knows how to train people that are long. I'm He's, glad one of us knows about the history of boxing all these, in this all podcast. These, it's not Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It might be Sugar Ray Joe. No, it's Sugar Ray Leonard. No, it's not. 90% sure it's Sugar Ray Leonard. I'll look it up. Sugar, yep, Sugar Ray Leonard. It's not. You owe me an apology. No, it's not. I just looked it up. Sugar Ray Leonard. That's not who Jake. There's Sugar Ray Robinson. I don't know who the hell that is. That's him. Yes, Sugar Ray Robinson. Well, Sugar Ray Leonard is a fantastic, like, greatest one of the greatest boxers of all time. So, Sugar Ray Robinson is uh, he's a boxer as well. Dude, this guy's not. This guy's dead. No, it's not Sugar Ray. Yeah, it's Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Robinson's dead. He died. It's not Sugar Ray Leonard. It's Sugar not. Robinson died in 1989. It's not Sugar Ray. If he Leonard. was training Jake Paul, I would take Jake Paul. If he's being trained by the ghost of Sugar Ray Robinson, I'd take that guy. But I'm done talking about boxing. Sugar Shane Mosley. I don't know who that is. He was a boxing champion for years and years. Really? He only lost to like Floyd and like Manny. <laughs> That's who. That's who's been training Jake Paul. That's who he trained against Anissa and Gibb and Deji. Really? Yeah. So that's what. That's what I'm saying. You have, which is crazy to think that Nate isn't using those. I'm assuming his assets to his advantage. Jake doesn't have like crazy connections like that, but he still has Sugar Shane Mosley in his corner, and Orhe Masvidal. <laughs> who? Gamebred. Who? Orhe. Oh, the guy that lost to. Uh... Kamar Usman? Kamar Usman, yeah, that guy. Yeah, on a week's notice, yeah. He's still off. On a week's notice, yeah. You don't give people enough credit. I'm just joking. You don't no, give, you don't give anyone enough credit. Really? Ever. You don't give Nate Robinson any credit. Jake Paul will kill him. I never said that. I never. This I'm going to start the, saving this, our chats. This is the problem with our, this podcast. Kyler, for some reason, imagines no, me saying things. No, I remember things the way they are. Imagines me saying things. You just things dismiss them. And... I guarantee if you go back in these 18 minutes that we recorded, oh. I never once said, Jake Paul's going to kill him. I got to poop so bad. Never, I never said that. I said Jake Paul's going to win because I think he's going to win. I think he finishes him. Knockout. I think he finishes him within. He's not. No one's. Let's get this straight. No one's. I'm saying like down any, for the count. No one's knocking anyone I'm out. I'm saying down for the count. Not no. sleeping. No, he's not getting down for the count. Either. You think he's going to get a 10 count? Yeah. No. Nate, Nate Robinson goes, boop, boop, boop. No. One of, them, one of them is just going to get a the three knockdown rule. One of them is going to get hit once. They're probably going to slip. It's going to count as one. The second one might sting them a little bit, and they might touch the ground. That's two. The third one, depending on who hits who, might put them away. I could see Nate ending Jake with a body shot. That would be pretty cool. I'm about to slip you. <laughs> You couldn't land a punch on me. But, <laughs> you couldn't land a punch on me if I was sitting still. My face was frozen in an ice block. Here's what's going to happen. First round, 13 seconds in. Jake throws that stupid left jab. Nate just moves all the way and just uppercut. Not, not. 13 seconds. So that'd everyone, be insane. That's what everyone said about Deji and Nissan Gibb, too. Dude, that'd be insane. Jake Paul worked him Okay, a no one thought that Deji or Nissan Gibb was going to beat Jake Paul. And if they did, they're idiots. Nissan Gibb was the favorite in Nissan that fight. Nissan Gibb sucks. He was the fight. He was the favorite in that fight because he was also undefeated I, and had more fights. Than that Jake. kid fought like he was slow. That's all I'm going to say. He is not like not no, mentally slow. No, no, no. I'm slow. saying mentally slow. Yeah. He fought like he was yeah, mentally no, slow. He's not. He's an interesting fighter. I want to use the word that Andrew Schultz uses, but I can't <laughs> don't use that. Um, I'm done with boxing. I've talked about a lot of boxing the last two days. I'm done. Mike Tyson also is beating Roy Jones Jr. by knockout. Okay, I disagree. Round four. I think, okay, my prediction makes much more sense in that fight than yours. You're over, yours, that's ridiculous. 
I said it goes the whole way in the sixth, seventh, and eighth round. They're both so tired that it's just like, why are we still yeah. watching okay. this? That makes. And the then Roy sense. Jones Jr. wins by decision. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think I, I think, think I think he wins round six, seven, and eight. I think if sloppy. anything, I think if anything happens, they make it around six, seven, and eight, and they're so tired. One of them just gets like a like a second wind and just. Roy Jones Jr. Deaded because he's younger. Dead somebody. I think personally, knockout round four. Okay. I think Nate Robinson. Not not a headshot fine. either. I'm taking Mike Tyson by body shot knockout. And you're taking Jake Paul. And I'm taking Jake Paul. We need to in, put money on this. I'm taking Jake Paul in. I'm going to give Nate Robinson a lot more credit than Anissa and Gibb. I'm giving Jake. I'm taking Jake in. The is it a six round fight again? I think so. Okay, so I'm taking Jake Paul by knockout in. Well. TKO. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, taking Jake, Paul, Jake Paul by TKO in round five. By count. Well, by three three knockdowns. Oh, you're on three knockdown roll? Yeah. Because it's not three knockdowns around. It's three knockdowns the whole fight. So if Jake knocks him down the first, second, and fifth round, then the fight's over. I'm about to make a, a bet with you right here, right now. Okay. We're recording this on July 27th, 2020. Okay. On September 12th, 2020, yep. I think that Roy Jones Jr. beats Mike Tyson by decision. Yeah. And I think that Nate Robinson 10 counts Jake Paul. <laughs> That's the you funniest think, thing. You think the exact opposite. You think Mike Tyson my, wins I'm, by I'm, knockout. I got Mike Tyson by knockout in the fourth. And Jake Paul. Well, by, not knockout, not Colt, not yeah, TKO. Yeah, I know what you mean. A count. That's in the what fourth, I mean with Nate Robinson. And I got Jake Paul by TKO in the fifth. Okay. Depending on the rounds of the fight, I don't. Well, the first fight is an eight round what fight. What do you want to so bet? I'm, I'm going four. What do you want to bet? Second fight, if it's it has to be a six round fight. It has to. Yeah. When I want to bet, I don't know. You have to get both of them right. What if, if we What if we both get one and one? Then nothing happens. Okay. What are you gonna bet? I don't know. I bet a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> okay. You gotta eat one. We just gotta eat one. Okay. Easy. On camera. Easy. No, no water. Easy. No milk. Easy. Actually, I'm not doing the no milk. Yeah, you are. No, yeah, you are. You brought it up. Let's do it. Loser, Carolina Reaper. Shake right We're now. We're shaking hands right now. <laughs> September 12th, you're, you're going to be eating a Carolina Reaper. You're a fool. The only thing that would make that card better is if Antonio Brown was fighting Logan Paul. And I'd take AB. No, I'm just kidding. I'd probably take Logan Paul. I'd take Logan in that one. Or Logan fights uh, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. What if CM Punk slept Logan Paul? Uh... Oh, no. oh, Henry Cejudo said he wants to fight Ryan Garcia. No, you don't. No, you don't. No one wants to fight Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Henry Cejudo, you're five three. You Ryan Tom Garcia, <laughs> Ryan Garcia would kill you. I don't care if you're. I thought like, Ryan Garcia like five seven, five eleven. Oh Jesus, he's tall. Yeah, <laughs> he's taller. I thought he's shorter than me. No, he's my height. Damn. Um, he, Henry Cejudo. I don't care if you're an Olympic gold wrestler. That doesn't matter. Whenever you're in the boxing ring. <laughs> I don't care that you're a you're a bantamweight champion and the you know the flyweight champion in the UFC. You're fighting dudes that are 20 pounds lighter than you. You're gonna have to go up to a guy that's 40 pounds heavier than you, and seven inches taller. Good luck. All right, I'm done with boxing. You don't want to mess with that hand speed. Um, did you know as of yesterday that, uh, or well, technically as of today. Um, there is 8,892 coronavirus cases in Florida. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, it like, is. We just keep going up in cases. Did you know, did you also know that there are 98 nuclear missiles missing <laughs> from top secret agencies? <laughs> End of the world's coming. This, this, <laughs> also, this is the year. Did you see the Pentagon statement? Mm-mm. <gasps> Mm-mm, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my God. But no, like, while you're looking that up, the, uh, the number of cases, it's insane because it's like, yeah, we're doing better. We're going to open things up. And then it's like, we set a record last week for the most cases in three consecutive days. It was over 1,000 new cases um, in three straight days. And then 8,892 new COVID cases in Florida. And those are just people that are being tested. There are people that are staying at home that don't ever get tested. And we never even know that they have the coronavirus. There's probably 10,000, 20,000 more people in the country that have, maybe even more than that, that have... And have the coronavirus that we'll never even find out about. But 
when they do like who has the cases like you know who like when you quote unquote die of coronavirus they're also kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for they're also kind of uh elevating those numbers because i read an article about a guy who died of a heart attack and he had had the coronavirus like a month and a half before and he'd recovered from it and stuff but they said that because he had it it caused complications when there was really no tie to it so if you had the coronavirus and then you die it's like oh you died of the coronavirus kind of thing so they're definitely um elevating those numbers but still they're really really bad yeah yeah. What were you gonna say about no about the Pentagon? Have you not heard anything about this Pentagon stuff? Mm-hmm. So a couple months ago, do you remember that video that the Pentagon put out of those of the guy fl- fl- flying the fighter jet, and it see you see the black shadow figure that looks sort of like not a jet or a plane, like flying super fast in front of him. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's Jared. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm gonna answer that real quick. I'm gonna see what he's talking. What's up? Right now, we're, we're recording. Right we're live. Now. Welcome to the podcast, Jared. I hate you, Tyler. You know that? I love you. What's up? Uh, okay, another day because I'm busy today. Um, like Tuesday or Thursday. Tyler, you doing anything Tuesday or Thursday? Mm, I'm off Thursday. He's off Thursday. Okay, cool. And then I'll I'll bruise your ankles and your ego. Okay, Jared. Jared. What? On Thursday, I'm gonna bruise your ankles and your ego on the basketball court. Bye, Aaron. <laughs> Bye, Aaron. Okay, no, you Jared really, said I hate you. <laughs> you really haven't heard anything on this Pentagon no, stuff. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So a couple months ago, the Pentagon released footage of a fly, a fighter jet flying. And there's this weird, like, it looked like a spaceship, alien spaceship in front of him flying. And then it just Yeah, I've seen those videos. Okay. That footage is real. Really? Yeah, it's real. Then the Pentagon made the statement. They have a top, the Pentagon made this statement. The Pentagon themselves. For years, we have had a top secret Pentagon UFO task force report and were reportedly expected to reveal some findings in the near future. And don't, then don't, don't do this right now. On the twenty fourth, <laughs> on the on July twenty fourth, the UFO report from the Pentagon says they have found off world vehicles made not from this earth. Don't do this right now. <laughs> With what's going on in the world, don't do this. Don't don't distract us from things that are actually going on. Don't do this. Because you do know if they come out and say, "Yeah, we have alien technology," that all of this. Mm, I'm not going to use company names, but all of this, there's a lot of talk that's on like Reddit and Facebook and stuff about all these missing persons cases, you know, and how they think it's linked to sex trafficking. They will literally put this out about UFOs and overshadowing it, all of that. Yeah, yeah, it don't, will. Don't do this. The Pentagon does not need to do this right now. It's I coming. see straight through that shit. I see straight through it. I know that if you put some story, wild story like that out there, you're covering something up. Off-world vehicles not made on this earth mentioned in Pentagon's new UFO report. It's still cool. I'm I still interested. I remember seeing someone, another one of those people from uh, from TikTok that say they're from their future, and they pretend they're making. They made a TikTok saying they came back to 2020, going, "What you know? What year is it?" They go 2020. You go, uh, coronavirus or the alien, the war with aliens, 2020. They go. What? <laughs> uh, excuse and then, me. And then all now all of a sudden the Pentagon's releasing UFO statements saying they found stuff not from this earth. The war with aliens is coming. What kind of what kind of year would this be? We have a pandemic. What if the pandemic was released by aliens to to weaken us and then they attack? You know, am I speaking things into existence? Am I am I just ahead of everybody else? I'd be I'd be highly upset if I was right. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That wouldn't be amazing. How terrible would this year be? Twenty twenty. Do you know how? Do you know how? Like, if anyone survived it, be history books would be rewritten. <laughs> be brand new. They'd be brand new history books. No one freaking. No one would remember. You know, World War One. No, they remember World War A with the aliens. The first World War with aliens. World War Three. Yeah. 
You ever seen World um, War of the Worlds? Yeah, War of the Worlds with Tom, with Tom Cruise? Cruise. Yes, it's actually a pretty good movie. It actually, I is. like it. Have you seen those aliens? Suck. They murder people. Have you seen? Is it Scary Movie Four? That makes fun of that movie. Because the alien oh. pees out of its finger. That's yes. movie, it's, is that not? I think it's Scary Movie Three. It might be Three. Yeah, it's I love Three. That yeah. Movie. Yeah. Or Lizzie Nelson's the president. Or Simon Rex pretends to be Eminem from Eight Mile. Yes. Yeah. Everybody from the Three One Three, put your motherfucking hands up and fly with me. Um, I might be white, but my neck is red. I put Miracle Whip on my Wonder Bread. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> okay, real fast. You know who's got some of the nastiest bars of all time and we never talk about him? He's a white guy. Simon Rex? Nope. Andy Milanakis. Andy Milanakis is good, but no. You'll, he's a comedian. He's fantastic. He's like one of the best rappers I've ever heard. Who? Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah, Bo Burnham. Bo cool. Burnham I like spits. Bo Burnham. He says, I like I'm Bo a feminine Eminem, a slim shady lady. Nice, but I texted Haiti. 90 female cops yeah, on the like road Bo and Burnham. I'm arrested for doing 80. Oh, that was dirty, too. I'm Bo being real Burnham. dirty today. I like Bo Burnham. He's good. Like Hamlet, all about words, 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 dividing holds into third, third, thirds. I'm a gay sea otter. I blow other dudes out of the water. Bo Burnham. Okay, he's, then. He's a monster. Um, So, uh, Donald Trump and his, like, administration has gotten a lot of crap for how they handled the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. You know who's handled it fantastically? South Korea. North Korea. Your boy, Kim Jong-un. Oh. South Korea only has 237 cases right now. Well, your boy Kim Jong-un has handled it great. You know why? How? They have, they have one case. And he shut down the country. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny because he was like, nobody can leave. I saw stuff on Reddit where those people were like, oh, we could leave. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that. But no, Kim Jong-un's on, on his, your boy, Aaron's boy Kim Jong-un is on his shit. Why? He's your boy. Why is he my boy? I don't understand. Kim Jong Un. I don't is, get it. Kim Jong Un is your boy, and I tell my dad that Greg Abbott is his boy. <laughs> like your boy Greg Abbott. He's like, I like Who? Greg Abbott. I don't really have an opinion about Greg Abbott. I think he handled some stuff okay, better than other people. Yes. Yeah, but isn't that wild that Kim Jong Un? There's one confirmed case. He goes, Yeah, we're shutting this down. Yeah. Like you, you can't leave. And of course, those people we can leave didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, your boy Kim doing big things out here. He almost died. And a missile strike, and now he's shutting down his country. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, since we've talked about the coronavirus a little bit. COVID. I want to go to the place where um, I get all my news, and it's the most reliable place in the world, uh, Reddit. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to read two posts, and I want you to tell me if you like these opinions or posts. So David Trot, it's a verified account, uh, on, the, uh, on the subreddit White People Twitter. Mm. I love white people Twitter. It's fantastic. Um, he says, in Singapore, he actually tweeted this uh, today. He, he tweeted this this morning. In Singapore, if you opt out of the organ donor scheme, you go to the bottom of the list for transplants. So if you're not an organ, an, an, an organ donor, you go to the bottom of the list as far as being able to receive a transplant. Wouldn't that be a good idea for masks? If you opt out of wearing one, you go to the bottom of the list for coronavirus treatment. Yes. All you, yes. all you redneck mask holes, that's what they're called. Instead of assholes, we call them mask holes because they refuse to wear masks. The mask is not for you. I, I, I shouldn't have to explain this to grown adults. The mask, you wearing a mask is not for you. It's for other people around you. Because if you're already sick and you don't know that you're already sick, if you wear a mask... I know we don't think it works, and I've heard there was a grown man in Red Lobster one day. He's like, if I fart, your mask isn't going to stop the shit particles from getting into your mouth. And I was like, sir, first off, I said this to him. I was like, sir, first off, you're in a restaurant. That's really gross. And second off, I'm not telling you that you have to wear a mask. He was arguing with me about why he has to wear a mask. I said, sir, I'm not telling you you have to wear a mask. The federal government and the state government are saying you have to wear a mask. Yeah. I said, I honestly don't really care because I'm not going to be. I said this to him. I was like, I'm not going to be close enough to you that it will really have an impact on me. But the United States government and the state government cares and mandate that you wear a mask at least until you get to the table. Of course, they left. Him and his family left because. Yeah. 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 But. The mask isn't for you. It's to protect other people. Yeah. And it's if you don't wear a mask, you just you show how big of a selfish asshole that you are. When I, and especially when people confront you about it, like when you I've seen it with my own eyes. People walk into the restaurant without mask, 
and our manager, Marie, who she's fantastic. She's very easy to get along with, very personable, and she does a good job with people even when they're not great people. I heard, oh, I didn't hear it, but she said that yesterday, or uh, Saturday, that this couple got mad because they, they, uh, they had to wear a mask and they left. And she just said, hey, thank y'all. Y'all have a good evening. Y'all come back. And the lady turned around and said, fuck you, bitch. And turned and walked out. And Marie just smiled and said, thank you. Have a good one. Whoa. So she can handle that stuff pretty well. But um, I've, I've heard her tell people, like, it's just common courtesy now. And when you, like, you know, if, 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 if you're not wearing a mask, there's nothing that we can do. We can provide you medical masks that we have in the back that you can wear. You just have to wear them to the table. And people are assholes. I'll just go eat somewhere else. You have to go through a drive-through because anywhere you go and sit down to eat, you have to wear a mask. It's just I just don't understand. And if you did something like that, where you go, these are the people that like literally. I don't really know how 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 you would police that, but if you could, the people that wear a mask, you can get treatment. The people that don't, you have to wait until the people with masks get their treatments. Then you get yours because you didn't take it seriously enough. And you probably there's got people one sick. Place, there's one place that I know of that no one's complained about no one wearing a mask. Germany. No. Oh, that's here. Is a thing. It's here. Oh, where? The gym. The gym. It's so strange. Aren't you? Well, first off, you're already sweating all over equipment, and aren't you kind of far apart from each other as it is? I'm talking about in. I'm. I'm talking about in the basketball court. Oh, kind of hard to breathe. Yeah. And then I, whenever I thought about it, I was like, it's okay. I I understand why like people would be like. People go to the gym still. There's, I mean, you know, people. Yeah, that kind of blows my mind. And honestly. then I thought about it. The people I see on a daily basis there, I see them every day. You know, four times a week. Yeah. And if they don't show up, they're sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but as long as you know, if they keep showing up and keep showing up, then they've been fine through this whole thing as well. Yeah. When do you think things go back to normal? A couple years. Think so? I think people wear masks for a long time. Like, think, o- like over in China, Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it becomes commonplace that you wear a mask in public and all that stuff. Um, here's how. But when I'm talking about mask holes, kind of thing, you I know, think it, I think it goes back to normal. I think maybe at the end of next year, beginning of 2022, April 22nd, 2021. Okay, I think it's just the end of 2021, the beginning of 2022. You're making a prediction here. Um. Like I was saying, there, there's like these people that get all pissed off because they can't go places without a mask. Four injured in shooting at Dallas Sports Bar after men not allowed in due to COVID-19 restrictions. They weren't allowed into a sports bar, so they shot people. Um, I think two nights ago, there was a Stupid. guy There was a guy in Austin uh, who was a Navy vet. He, married, he was married to a black woman who was a... Does that do anything? Huh? Does that do anything? Oh, I'm just saying you just said so it was shot, so it reminded me of it. Uh, this guy, Navy vet, married to a black woman. They went to a Black Lives Matter rally or protest. She was in a she's in a wheelchair because she has no arms and no legs. She's a quadruple amputee. If we boxed, I'd put you in a wheelchair. Okay, that's not funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's okay. It's not funny. Uh, I'm saying I'd paralyze. You. Oh, okay. No, she's a quadruple amputee. She has no arms and no legs, and he was pushing her around during the Black Lives Matter protest. Um, some anti-Black Lives Matter protesters came along, mm. threw her out of her wheelchair. What the? F- he got up to defend her, and he was shot three times. And Jesus he was Christ! Who was this? His name is like no, like like how was he related to her? He was his wife. He I mean, was, his, her husband. Her husband. Jesus Christ. Um, I, I, I promise, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, so if you laugh at this, you're a piece of shit. I'm just saying that straight up. How, what do you even do? <clears throat> being a quad paraplegic, like, or quad paraplegic, being a quad amputee, what do you, like, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to be funny or gross at all. You can't feed yourself. They can. I mean, they have the, if they have the, the things. What things? What are you talking about? There's, um. I mean, you, you could do like a, there's. There's, um, what are they called? They're, not, I want to call them robot arms. I was about to say, there's a lot of science behind robot arms for people in robot but legs. But basically, yeah. It's a thing, basically it attaches to your, uh, it attaches to your, your arm, wherever your arm was like cut off at. And they attach it to your tendon. 
So you can still pull it and it controls certain like functions. Okay. If you can't afford that, yeah. if you have if you have if you have Medicaid and you can't afford that, you have to have somebody feed you. You have to have somebody take you to the bathroom and clean you. You have to have somebody give you a shower. Like you literally can't really be by yourself unless they put you in front of the TV and leave. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And people that are like that and don't have any limbs. I mean, unless they're like bionic woman or the $6 million man, they have these robotic limbs added to them, which I still don't know if the science behind that is a hundred percent. Like that would be horrible. The name was Garrett Foster. He got shot three times. Yep. What the fuck? People are dumb. People are dumb. Um, I'm still on Reddit and I just saw this. I was literally just scrolling through Reddit before we started recording and I saw this and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to talk about this. It's really, really sweet, but it's really sad at the same time. So when I was younger, um, some of my favorite movies were, and one of my favorite actors, and I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's just, he plays kind of the same character in every movie. And I honestly genuinely feel like that he is a good guy. And he's a nice guy, and that's why he makes the movies that he makes, and that's why he has Who? kids in his movies. Rick Moranis. Who? Rick Moranis. Who is that? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh. Little Giants. <laughs> Little Giants. Yeah. He always has children in his movies, and he likes kids, and he does a really, really good job, and I feel like he's a really, really nice guy. And I saw this just scrolling. I saw this just scrolling, and I was like, this is really, really, really sweet. So, there's a thing on Reddit that says that Rick Moranis, good guy, and it says parentheses, father. Okay. I'm waiting on something. Hold on. So. You're waiting on what? Hold on. But when I was going back looking at like Rick Moranis movies and stuff, I was like, man, a lot of the movies he's in, I loved as a kid. So, this article says, just being there for someone. Picture of Rick Moranis. It says, good guy, father, Rick Moranis. It says, like him or not. I do admire Rick Moranis. He retired from Hollywood to be a stay-at-home dad after his wife died of breast cancer. Why did he do this? Because Rick Moranis, who grew up in the suburbs of Toronto, had had a happy, wonderful childhood, and he wanted to recreate that for his own kids in Manhattan. He felt that the adage, 90% 90 of success is just being there, to be true. When my kids come home, well, or when my kids came home, there was music and there were lights on and there was a, and it was good smells coming out of the kitchen, he said. And it was just a joyful place to be and that's what I wanted. My mother died of leukemia and my dad took care of me and my two older brothers. He did a great job raising us and I could only hope to be half the man he is. I admire Rick and I can relate to his struggle. I didn't know why, why Rick Moranis hasn't been in more movies. That's why. That's why. Huh. That's interesting. What a fantastic man. Someone like Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan? Does he take care of his family like that? Both of his siblings, or his, his brother, like both of his siblings died, so he adopted their kids. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Hold on. But that's just... That's, yeah, that's interesting, though. That's cool. Like, I've always wondered why, like, there's, there, there's certain people that you're like, why are they not, like, in movies anymore? Why are they not? And you just think, oh, maybe they... Fell off or something. I can't think of an actor, and I probably could if I see if I see him. But like Rick Moranis, I would have never remembered he was in anything until I watched Honey I Shrunk the Kids again. Ghostbusters. Is he in Ghostbusters? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, he's the guy that they're like trying to train. Oh yeah, he's yeah in you're Ghostbusters. Right. You're right. Yeah, he, he, like he's in. Like if you look at the movies that he's in, you go. There's a new Ghostbusters. You go movie coming out. Yeah, with, there is. Uh, Paul Rudd. Oh God. And uh, Finn Wolfhard. But if 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 if. If you look at Rick Moranis's, what would it be? Body of work? Filmography, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. You're like, these are all like movies that I watched as a kid with my family. Like, every single movie is like that. Because we all watched Ghostbusters with our parents. We all watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid with, with, our, with our family. <laughs> we all watched Little Giants. I love Little Giants. Little Giants is pretty good, I watched good, that yeah. with my dad. It's fantastic. And Rick Moranis literally plays the same character in every movie. He's a good dad. That you know what? I never watched those movies with my dad or my mom or brothers. Really? The movies that I watched with my mom and I went to <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I watched Blade Three with my father in the movie theater, the Dollar Theater, when it was still in Sherman. 
Um, we also went and saw Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, I saw it with my dad. It was uh, great. We also saw Bruno. <laughs> yep, fantastic movie. My name is Bruno. Hi. Uh, Borat. I love Borat. Um, what else? Um, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I like Shaun of the Dead better. Shaun of the Dead's pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, we I watch stuff like that with my with my family. What's wrong with you? Freddy versus Jason. Jesus Christ! I watch good stuff. I like pleasant stuff. That is pleasant. What are you talking about? But no, like remember that you... part where Freddy is killing a he's he's you know out of the dream world and he's killing the kids at what's Jason's camp, camp called Camp Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake and Freddy shows up and he's on a killing spree. There, him and Jason are like trying to get the edge on each other kill wise and the black girl runs out of the cabinet and Freddie goes ooh dark meat <laughs> I still think the best I still think I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's racist but I, I, I still think the best comment like that is whenever Chucky's about to kill the little black kid and he takes their soul or he takes yeah. their bodies he says Chucky's gonna be a bro <laughs> that still cracks me up Freddie goes ooh Dark, dark me. Oh my god. Um I don't think you can say that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could. There are certain people that can get away with yeah. things you're yeah, not Freddy supposed Kruger to. Yeah, Freddie Krueger can. I'm talking about like people that make movies. There's Will No, like director-wise that write stuff. There's certain directors and that can get away with stuff like that. Like Quentin Tarantino. He can do whatever he wants. That dude shut down Hollywood yeah. Boulevard for a month. No n- never been done before. Have you he re- he rewrote history. <laughs> have you seen the interview? Yeah, he did. <laughs> have you seen the interview with Samuel Jackson where he basically he's like um talking about how Quentin Tarantino is not or yeah, it's Samuel Jackson. He's like he's not racist at all. No, he's not. No, Quentin Tarantino is definitely he's just not racist. A, 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 he's a historian yeah. and he tells things how they were. Yeah. Which I mean, as wrong as they were, they still happen, so. Like Django? Yeah, Django's a great movie. Django's really good. I like when he beats that. He like whips that one dude like half to death. Oh, his old his old uh, the slave wh- master. Yeah, the white yeah. dude. He whips that dude half to death. I'm gonna go walking in the moonlight with you. You wanna hold my hand? He goes, "You are one lucky n word." <laughs> I like when he drag he drags the guy off the horse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part I'm <laughs> talking about. Leg. He broke my leg. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. Get up back on your horse. I can't. I broke me collarbone. Like, Get him back on his GD horse. <laughs> Get him back on his goddamn horse. Um, first off, Leonardo DiCaprio in that in that movie, fantastic. His improv, where he slams he slams his, his hand open. and yeah. slices his hand open on the glass, but keeps acting. There's yeah. blood pouring all over the yeah. place. That's fantastic. Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie is fantastic. So is Jamie Fox. But so is Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, because he's in the he's, yep. the he's the Aussie brother at the yep. end of one of them. I like, He's a funny bugger. <laughs> I like him in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, I love Inglorious Bastards. After uh, after the the bear Jew beats that dude half to death, <laughs> Teddy Williams <laughs> knocks it out of the park. The people are going crazy. <laughs> but um, so after after the bear Jew beats that dude half to death, I forgot about he asked him to he asked him to point on. He goes. You point your wiener schnitzel finger on this map of where, where, whatever. And it's Quentin Tarantino. Where, you know, where the sauerkraut go? Where the sauerkraut you want to, uh, where your other comrades are at so we don't get flanked from behind. <laughs> he just points straight up. He's like, there. Um, but the whole improv I didn't with, fly with Leo. 3,000 miles of water and jump out of a goddamn aeroplane <laughs> to come over here and get Nazi fingers in my face. Now you're going to tell me where your fallen comrades, sauerkraut comrades are at. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt in that movie is fantastic too. Brad Pitt's funny. I, I jump out of a goddamn aeroplane. In the movie Django and Chain, though, where Leo kind of has the improv moment. Yeah. You know who's got a who's got fantastic improv moments in two movies, and you don't really think about it because you don't realize they're improv. Who? Ice Cube in the Jump Street movies. Uh, when he looks at uh, when he looks at Jonah Hill, and he says, "I know I wasn't talking to you, big titties." Cherished looking motherfucker. When he says all that stuff to yeah. to Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's like, I know uh, we look like a couple of lady killers. I think um, that's all improv. Like all of Ice Cube stuff and that is improv. And I it's think, hilarious. I think a funny one is uh in Fast and Furious with the Rock. One I think it's when the Rock is like first introduced mm-hmm. in it and he comes and uh 
because he's such a massive human being. Yes. Tyrese goes, Leah, you better hide your baby oil. And Ludacris is sitting off, like, off of the oh, ancient yeah, drink. He yeah, goes, somebody, you need to hide that big-ass forehead. He just spits his water out. Yeah, it's completely improv. improv. Yeah. Gotta hide that big-ass forehead. Yeah. Ludacris just. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, um, man. Where are we at on time here? My name is Christoph Waltz. <laughs> my name is Christoph Waltz. He's, I think he's one of the most underrated actors on the planet. Oh, yeah. He's in The Green Hornet. Yeah. He's uh, Blodnovsky. Yeah, Blodnovsky. First, he's Chudnovsky. Yeah, he's James a, Franco's like, I don't know. Have a cool name. Yeah. Something, have something you Have something cool you say before you kill somebody. Not right now, though. Yeah. He, he's uh, in Green Hornet. He's in uh, Inglorious Bastards. What Django else? Unchained. He's in Django. Quentin yeah. Tarantino likes him. Yeah, he's real. I think he's really good. He's in John Wick. John Wick, yeah. yeah. He's in a lot of good movies. I think he, he's he's great. He's, he's an also hero. He's also hilarious. I like. He's so funny. Even though we've talked, you about want all these... to shake my hand? I insist. First Goes, off, okay. In in, <laughs> in Inglorious Bastards, he's fantastic. Yeah. As being, he's like inviting. Being like the Nazi, who he's supposed to be—I uh, can't remember his name—but he's supposed to be like the guy that would go out for Hitler and like go to people's homes and hunt. hunt yeah, and yeah, see if like they're hiding one Jews. Of the biggest yeah. Jew hunters, based off a real character. But in that movie, he's very, very inviting, very polite, very gentlemanly. But he's also like super evil yeah. and creepy. It's yeah, like, it makes you—he's a character that you don't hate. He's like the one of the worst people of all time. You hate to like him, yeah. Yeah, but you you, you like him. Yeah, it's a, he's a guy you hate to love. But naming off these like Django Unchained, like I like this scene. I said my favorite scene is when he whips the dude. The, yeah. Uh, uh, when Jamie Foxx whips the white dude. Yeah. That's not true. My favorite part in that movie is when he looks at Leonardo DiCaprio, Christoph Waltz, and the gun just shoots out of his hand, and he shoots him in the in the flower in his <laughs> chest, and he looks at he looks at Jamie Foxx, and he goes, "Sorry." And then the shotgun myself. blows him away. Yeah, he looks at me, sorry, I just couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. You kind of saw it, Christoph <laughs> I like the, uh, dang it, what is it? It's uh, the part where uh, one of Leo's slaves tries to run away. And he goes, I paid a pretty penny for you, boy. And uh, he goes, now how am I going to get my compensation? Do you even know what that word means? Compensation. And he stands up and he goes, I'll pay a penny for your nigger boy. <laughs> okay, don't say that. I'm quoting the movie. It's fine. <laughs> um, who's a that movie is? Fantastic. I'm going to. It's on Netflix. I'm watching that when I get home. Who's a? Who's your favorite? Under like okay, an underrated comedic actor because Christoph Waltz is somewhat comedic. Yeah, he is. But who's an underrated? He's hilarious. Actor or actress that you like that you don't think gets enough recognition? I don't know. I can't think of any funny people. I'd have to go with Michael Sarah, who doesn't get enough credit. Michael Sarah's Michael Sarah's great, funny because he's Michael so Sarah's awkward. Fantastic. He's funny because he's so weird. You know, Michael Sarah's fantastic. Um, oh, something I did not know. Did so? Did you know that the movie Superbad? Uh huh. First off, it's written by a guy named Evan and Seth Rogen. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, and it took them many years to write it, and. Uh, Evan, the guy Evan, he didn't want to act, but Seth Rogen wanted to play himself because it's based off of actual parts of their life. Yeah, when they were kids, but they were too old. But Seth Rogen was too old. Yeah, the other guy wasn't even going to do it. Yeah. So when they were casting people, Jonah Hill, who had been in the Forty Year Old Virgin, yeah, he only been in the in the scene where he's in the uh, eBay store. Yeah, and there's like the dancing thing where he's in the background, which he gets a heat stroke by the way when they're filming yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But um, they didn't know who they were going to cast. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, (laughs) Kelly Clarkson. But they casted, um, uh, what's his name? They casted Jonah Hill because Seth Rogen was like, this dude's funny. Yeah. And I've actually seen the reading where they're in Seth Rogen's apartment and Jonah Hill is reading for it. And he's like, this is dirty. (laughs) But that's why obviously uh, Jonah Hill's character is named Seth because he's playing Seth Rogen. He's playing Seth Rogen, And then they... Michael Sarah read for it, and they're like, "He's playing Evan." And they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "This guy's funny, but he's like awkward funny." And then like Evan wasn't supposed to be like a funny character, and he's really not a funny character. Yeah, it's just, just his mannerisms yeah, and the no, way that he is Michael that Sarah's, makes it funny. Michael Sarah, in anything he's done, anything he's done, he's funny. Oh, he's hilarious. Juno, Juno's great. Great. Uh, year one. Oh my gosh. I year love one's year funny. One with him and Jack Black. Uh, my favorite part. I love him and. Uh, 
what is the world movie? End of the world. This what, is the end. This is the yeah, end. He's so dirty. In that. Dad, that movie's hilarious. He's drinking an apple juice. He's, he's, he's drinking, drinking Capri Sun. Yeah, he's like, you, you want a sip sip? He's like, why don't you dance on daddy? You want a sip sip? <laughs> yeah. Um, Where's my phone, guys? <laughs> he gets yeah, he's, impaled. He's Where's my phone, guys? His, his, uh, his phone goes, it goes, oh. It's in my pocket. This is so embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I like Kevin Hart in that movie too. He uh, Aziz on sorry. He falls and he tries to grab him. Like, Get off me, Aziz! Kicks him in the face. Ow! 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 Who's who, who's kicking him? Is it Kevin? Yeah, Kevin's Kevin kicking Hart. Aziz on sorry. Yeah. They both fall in the pit. Yep. Uh, I'd like to imagine that's not how that would go down. <laughs> like they're all assholes to each other. Like f you, I want to live. Yeah. I feel like they help each other. Um. Um. You want to talk about your new podcast? And so then you don't even know what up. gluten is. He goes, yeah, dude. Gluten's in everything. Gluten's here. Gluten is. Dude, I bet someday one one day someone said you probably should have gluten. You're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't want to have. Oh, maybe I shouldn't eat gluten. Uh, and Jay and uh, Seth Rogen. Jay What's his name? Jay Bouchel. Yeah. Yeah, he's good too. I he's like funny. Him. Um, I call him Channing Tate Yum. <laughs> Channing Tate Yum. Danny McBride. Danny McBride's funny too. Yeah, no, he's hilarious. Who's the least funny person in that movie? He, I have a question. Did you know? You know what movie he recently produced? Danny McBride. Yeah. What? The newest Halloween movie. Really. He's also doing the second one. All these comedic actors get named to like horror. Yeah, he, I did not know that. He's done multi. He's done a lot of horror movies, a lot. Kind of makes sense because I could see him having like a twisted. Kind oh of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll wrap this up with. So, me, myself, Aaron Cross, the eighth wonder of the world, uh, <laughs> has a new show coming out. Um, I don't really know the name of it yet but i would like to say so my goal of it was to uh basically just it's like a 30 30 minute episode interview process to see basically view other people's lives through like a different lens on how the world is for them because i imagine me and kyler's life over here in the state of tejas is completely different compared to someone who Lives in Argentina. Absolutely. Or, or Brazil. Like or Pedro. Brazil. Oh, we talked to Pedro. Talk to Pedro. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Pedro. But that's my idea. Even in other states, like here we have, you know, 200,000 cases of coronavirus compared to Montana that has 300. I imagine their life is completely Normal. different. Normal. Yeah, exactly. To what ours here is. Our, ours is in Texas. So yeah, that's my that's the idea. I don't have an, a name for it yet, but uh, the way I'm going to do it, first of all, if you listen to the podcast and you want to be on it, and you would love to, you know, talk for 30 minutes and be on the show, um, message me and let me know. Or if you're just a random listener, um, I think the best way for me to go about finding people is to get on the world-renowned site omegle.com and talk to people. And I did that the other night just to pitch the idea to some people. And I got some interesting people on there. One guy, I'm not even going to mention what we talked about. He said he would like to be on the show. Sorry, buddy, you're not going to be. Was it uh, dirty? No, it's the guy that I was telling you about that was saying. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 people in Texas. People yeah, bo- yeah, people from that. Texas are not born in this in this galaxy. It's, a, it's an interesting concept. No, it's, it's from a not. Different dimension. Different dimension. You can slip dimensions. No. Stop. The Mandela uh, effect. Anyway, but I talked to some interesting people. I talked to a couple from Argentina. Didn't catch their names, but uh, I told them about the podcast. So if you're listening to this, thank you for your feedback. And also, I think my first two guests are going to be Maddie and Georgia. I talked to them. They live in Mass, Massachusetts. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they live in Massachusetts what, what's, or what's Connecticut. The name? Maddie and Georgia. Maddie and? Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E, uh-huh. and Georgia. Oh, two, I thought you said Maddie in Georgia. No, Maddie and Georgia. Maddie that lived in Georgia. Maddie, and, Maddie Georgia. and Georgia. So, Maddie and Georgia, if you're listening to this, um, be prepared for a, some contact information to be spilled out in about 30 seconds. What? Because at the end of the each episode, we do our contact stuff. Uh, uh, um, as far as Aaron's new podcast goes, it is kind of a, 
if you're interesting as well as a first come first serve. Yeah. So if you're interested in being a, a guest, like there's a, there's going to be a different guest every single podcast from a different part of the world or a different different state. I mean, it could be in Texas still because things are different. Yeah, exactly. As far as living here and living in like Houston or San Antonio or Austin, it's different. Yeah. Living in a bigger city. So it's going to be like a first come first serve. So you can reach out to um, reach out to me or Aaron and express your interest, and we'll see if we can get you on. And you can reach out to me at KylerDrum21 on Snapchat. Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-Y-N-P. You got three tiers, the average tier, which is $5, the spooky tier in honor of the AOC, which is $6, and the normal tier, which is $7. Um, if you join the Patreon, one-time payment, um, you get a bonus episode with my dad, which is hilarious. Uh, Patreon questions, you can ask us questions, and discount on our new merch that's coming out. So go check that out. Also, the proceeds, any money that we get from our Patreon goes to Feeding America. It doesn't even go to us. So if you want to donate to a good cause, get some merch, get an extra video, be able to have more insight and uh, more of a connection with us and be able to actually talk to us, go to patreon.com slash NYNP. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. Aaron? Oh, yeah. Add me on Snapchat at AaronCross15. Uh, I film Aaron on Instagram. Or just, um, that's really what it for contact info on me. Or just go to iFilmCinemas.com for every other link, including Night and Normal Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, iFilmCinemas Productions on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Bang. All right. Well, you got anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, we will see you on the Friday episode. And, um, this is Team 10, bitch. Who the hell are flipping you? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>